0: This is MG and I'm Elizabeth Pudwell and we are Sober Sisters Talk. Welcome. Welcome. So Sober Sisters Talk is a podcast that MG and I do every week. We try to do it every week and we try to bring to you our experiences working several programs and just share with you what we
1: have come across in our lives. And I like to say I don't know how to keep anybody else sober but I know what works for me. And that's what we want to encourage people to do in this podcast is to figure out what works for them.
0: And that's where MG and I are a little bit different because I like to tell people what to do and think that I can keep them sober. (laughs) (laughs) But we just invite you to listen. It's fun and it's also really educational. We cry, we laugh, we do a
1: little bit of everything. We have guests, we work the steps. It's great. So stay tuned to the next podcast coming right up. Also, we'd love to invite you to a Zoom meeting this Friday night at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. If you're interested, email sober sisters talk at gmail.com and we'll send you the meeting information and password. We hope to see you this Friday. Thank you. Stay tuned. Hi, everybody. I'm MG. I'm Elizabeth Pudwell, and together we are... Sober Sisters Talk. Welcome.
0: Welcome. And I would want to say right off the bat that MG is my sister. She's my sister of choice.
1: And I want to trade. <laughs> <laughs> We're stuck with our family of origins, you know, if we choose to. I mean, we don't... That, that's going to be the title of this podcast, you guys. Family of origin versus family of choice. And Elizabeth was sharing some stuff. And, you know, and, and I could like, she said, let's talk about sisters. Can, you want to talk about sisters? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I've got three of them. I could talk all day long about that. And she's got three sisters as well. So, you know, we have sisters, biological sisters, and we have uh, recovery sisters. I have, you know, my best friend. Julie, I met her in college. You know, she's not in recovery, but I consider her a sister. In fact, her her daughter calls me, you know, Aunt MG. So, I mean, we have like our, our family of origin and then our family of choice. And I believe this, and I told this to Elizabeth before we got started, that we are born into the families that we have for a reason, and that is to learn lessons. What are some of the lessons that your family okay, has so taught you? Hey, so thank
0: you, everybody. That was good. Thanks. <laughs> and same. <scene. laughs> <laughs> That's the end. Okay. so, I i mean, this is a year, and um, I, I mean, I'm not overwhelmed by it, but I just noticed that it comes up. I noticed that um, after I was... Um, visited my, the four of us were together a year ago, right right before my birthday, and um, we had an altercation, and I shared with one of my sisters that I wanted her to come and visit me, and that she, I told her, I said, it makes me feel like you don't know me, and you don't, like I'm not important to you, and um, she defended it and said, you know, she doesn't want to travel and she doesn't want to. And she hasn't and won't. So, um, I guess it still hurts my feelings. I mean, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't really feel like Mm -hmm. I, I, what I want is to be able to be just like, fine. Okay.
1: You want to be neutral or at least less. I want it
0: to not bother me.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not be activated by it. So yeah. l- let's pick it apart. So there's a piece of it where you don't even like this sister that much. Okay. To be honest, you don't share a lot of values. Well, we, with her. And
0: that's the thing is, is that it just came up. It showed up on my, um, I got a notification that she posted new pictures and I recently had to hide some of the pictures because they were of a political nature that I am not in favor of. And they were very offensive, I thought. And um, so I just went in and put hide this post and post like that. And it's pretty effective on that particular um, platform that I don't have to see those things anymore. But she just posted something else. And it just, I don't know. It's like I noticed like she, there was a thread with all of us, like my brother and my my three sisters. Yeah, so there's four of them. And um, because it was my brother's birthday, and we were all like, hey, happy birthday, Bill. And she didn't say anything. And I, it's by design, you know. She wouldn't, like, you know, diss Bill on his birthday. She's not doing it because of
1: the altercation.
0: So she, she's pouting.
1: Like... She's pouting.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, okay. And to me you know, I guess I have a part in it, but I still feel like, you know, I, I came out and I said what it is that, um, I wanted and, you know, I let it go that weekend and we ended up, you know, we had a good rest of the day that day. And, um, when she got back, when we all got home, she sent a message and said, and this is one of the options that came up in this discussion was, well, maybe we could go somewhere neutral, you know, and that's how this whole thing had started is Jenny and I, another sister that I am close to, went to Arizona to um, the Grand Canyon and Sedona and Flagstaff, and and then we met them, and it hurt her feelings, and um, it came up again because I'm going to go visit, and I want to visit one of my dad's sisters, my aunt, who's 90 and I'm afraid she's gonna you know I haven't seen her in years and I want to see her before she dies and her and I've had some phone conversations on Facebook and I told my sis my other sister I was like I want to go see Jackie and she goes I'd love to maybe Lori would like to come and I was like if we do that then we have to ask Amy because I don't I don't want to do that I don't want to do that to anybody that would be mean I don't I don't think she'll come she hasn't you know responded to anything she hasn't said anything she's not she hasn't said a word she said one thing when 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 we got back she said um Randy had a really good suggestion her husband maybe we could all go somewhere neutral well yeah we shared we said that and you didn't hear it because you were so fucking closed off and not hearing anything except for how we don't want to go to your house. That's what she made it. Is that it, and it is, yeah, I don't want to go to her house. She lives on a golf course in the desert where there is nobody, no people like me.
1: Okay. So what I hear is that you want to be respectful and you want to be inclusive. And the reason why is because you know that if you're not, it would cause harm. It would be painful for her. It would upset her. You know this. Correct. You're her sister. You've known her for But
0: I also want that fucking reciprocated and it's
1: that's not. That's it. That's it. That's what you want. And it's not, and it probably never will be. No, it won't. Okay. So.
0: And that's why it's in my craw
1: right now. (laughs) Well, sure, 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 sure. Because uh, you're not going to be able to get what it is that you want. So maybe in a way you have like, you know, your own inner teenager that's having a pout about it. And so this, uh, you know, this idea, and if we apply program to it, you know, it's the serenity prayer, you know, to accept the things I cannot change. And this is you know acceptance is the key, Elizabeth. I mean, I guess we could call this you know also you know acceptance is the key, and I mean we don't have to like it, like I accept the world on life on life's terms, right, but you know we don't have to like it, but you know i'm I'm resigned to it, and maybe resignation is a is a different way to look at it versus. Uh, acceptance. acceptance you know because resignation in me implies this kind of like uh, you know negative connotation acceptance is more of a positive like i can i'll accept that like if you get an offer a counter offer i can accept that i can live with that but resignation means i i'll live with it but i don't like it you
0: know i'm thinking Part of me, you know, when you just said that, I feel like I want her, you know, like I want her to know that I don't feel respected and I don't feel like I'm important to her.
1: Well, that comes, Elizabeth, from your desire to be seen and heard by your family. Right. And in my experience... um,
0: That's not going to change anything.
1: Just because Ma, oh. I want it doesn't mean it's going to happen. Right, because here, here's the deal. You don't want to be just seen and heard. You want to be really listened to. You know, like when we go to meetings. I want
0: her to want to know who I am, and she doesn't.
1: No, 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 no. She's incapable. It isn't that
0: she doesn't know. She doesn't want to. No, 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 no. She's not curious. She doesn't, you know, yeah. And I think it's coming up, MG, because of the dating thing, like, as I move through this process, that that part is really important to me um, in, in dating, that the other person wants to know, you know, who I am and what's up with me, you know?
1: Sure. I mean, I love the office that I work in because they don't want to know anything about me. I don't want to know anything about them. They don't want to know about me. I'm like, and that's maybe part of my anorexia, you know, that I'm just like, I get to go in and do my job because I'm not developing this like intimate relationship with them. But with my family, I mean, and and it was so interesting that you're talking about this because I had a conversation with my sister probably about a month ago when I was super sick and I was not able to stay in containment with her. I kind of let her have it and I kind of went off on her. But, you know, I shared with her that I miss, have missed and wanted a deep, connected relationship with my family since I was a little girl, and it has never happened. And she said, I want a deep, intimate relationship with my sisters and my brother. She wants the same thing, but we are so polarized, and I believe that that may have been because of our upbringing and like you and I share big families and so there's limited resources from mom and dad from from big families. We don't get a lot of our needs met. We get like just enough to get by. so and, and there was this uh, you know um, like ever we were jockeying and vying for attention
0: scarcity.
1: Yeah. scarcity. So, uh, we're, we, maybe we all have that wound within our family where we want that connection, but because we were adversarial towards each other, and then our lives went off in different directions, and, you know, she believes one way, I believe another way. And so, and my, and, and, and my other sister, who I'm more in alignment with in terms of politics, um, you know she and i were talking and she goes i can't believe that you even want to have a conversation with with her you know sister sister number one and i said i do and i said i ha- but i have to make accommodation for her meaning i can't talk about we, we can i ask her not to she talks about politics to me and i like don't engage but i don't talk politics to her if if i'm in a good place like she caught me out of containment when I was sick and like we went at it and uh you know and and it didn't it didn't turn out well and but afterwards you know she texted me she goes I want you to know I still love you and I said I still love you too and so we we fought but you know she, she she wants to be seen too so Elizabeth what I want to counsel you is that instead of you saying I want you to know me the exercise. I
0: do the opposite.
1: Yes. You get to know her, and yes. you know your your ego, like wanting to be known and seen, from her. That's work you got to do elsewhere, not not with her, not in the yeah. family.
0: It's so funny because I was just talking with. Um, I have my granddaughter here, my older one, and um, on the way from her house to mine. Um, We were talking about she's having some issues with some friends, some girlfriends, and um, that there's a a mean girl, and, you know, I said, okay, so why, you know, why do other girls like her? Well, they think she's nice, okay, and so we learned, you know, we drilled down, and we found out that, you know, what, what my granddaughter can do is to be nice, to be nice to other girls, and... And then they will like her, you know, and it's the same thing. And I can show interest in my sister. And, um, it doesn't really matter if I get it back. I know that I won't, you know, she's not really capable of that type of relationship with other people. But It is, you know, maybe that's what she wants from me, you know, because she did say she was like, even she said, like, one of the reasons she had bought this, they bought another place. They bought a second house in the mountains was she thought it would be nice because then her sisters would come and visit her.
1: You're like, no, we don't want to go in the fucking mountain. I mean, I would. I'd love it. I don't
0: want to go... I just don't want to stay in her house. So I I knew when she said that, like... You know, that she had had this image in her head that she had created. You know? I really don't even know... Why I care, you know? I don't really like her. We don't have much in common, but I just don't, uh, I, it, it's I mean, that is the, the the core thing is I don't feel respected and honored like for who I am, you know and I guess it's still hanging in there like why, I don't know you know, why is it coming up now so I can't really figure out why. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't really know why, like why it's bugging me, but it's that. It's that I don't feel like, and why do I care, you know?
1: Well, a piece of it may be, because I know that this is true for me, that when we do the family group text thing, that they're on it whether or not I reply or they reply, they're a part of my life, okay? Now, in the past, when I was doing therapy, and my brother was drinking really heavily, and I was first sober, I made the boundary with my brother, you can't drink when we're around each other, and oh my God, that was a fucking nightmare. He just, he, he, it was just so tough for him to be around me, and so I remember one time, and, and you know, I talked to with my therapist, and I'm like, he's just impossible to be around. And so, uh, and it wasn't like he was giving me money or anything like that. It was like, you know, so my therapist is like, so why are you going to lunch with him? I'm like, well, he's my brother. I want to stay in connection, connected to. And, um, and so, you know, this was one of my first therapists, Bud Peterson. I remember him. He was such a great guy. And uh, and he was, like, saying, can you, you know, let's talk about you letting go of that relationship, like, versus going towards it, going away from it. And so I, I did go away from my brother for a while, and it was very painful to him. We talked about it later. He was like, don't, don't ever ghost, like, he, we didn't have that word ghost then, but it was basically don't ever ghost me again. Not that we would ever have a close relationship. And so... You can choose to ghost your sister or to not have a relationship with her or you could say to your other siblings, hey, don't include me on the group text. And then it becomes a thing and, you know, and it's all gets all convoluted or whatever. So, you know, for my sister that she and I have opposite opposite, you know, points of view on many different things. You know, I, I have to come to the realization that my uh, connection with her is limited, and she feels that as well. And there's nothing to be done for it. There's no solution. There's no workshop we can go to, because, like you were saying, she doesn't want that relationship with you even. So it's sort of a, a hopeless situation, and and for me, that's the piece of it that I can identify that. In recovery, we can take an action. We can do things. We can work the steps, we can read the literature, we can go to a meeting, we can call a friend. There are just so many things that we can do to get well Well, and to get right.
0: And what I can do, and that's, I was just making a note. I owe her an amends. And I can make an amends for acting like such a bitch when I was there. And if I clean it up, I'll feel better.
1: I want amends to my sister too.
0: I don't want to. I want to. I want her to make amends to me. Yeah. But yeah. I have a program and she doesn't. I don't know why this hurts. Like why it makes me feel this way. Like this is not my. You know.
1: Do you love her? Of course I love her. That's it, Elizabeth. If you didn't love her, you if wouldn't be. you
0: said that about your brother, then it's like. I don't want to. I mean, you know, it's like as we get older, and I guess maybe that's why it came up because Bill had a birthday, and I was thinking how old he is. And um, Amy's going to be sixty this year, and um, I never wanted us to be. I always thought when I was a kid, I had this idolized because I saw that it happened with my mom and in her family, and it happened my dad a little bit. I mean, they had some connection, but it. I just thought, like, oh, when we get older, it's that's not going to happen. We're going to stay close, you know. And we've already, like, my oldest brother is, like, estranged from most of the family. Like, I have contact with him, but, you know, the other ones don't. Yeah. And
1: I hate that shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I hear grief. I hear sadness. (laughs) I hear the kitty. (laughs) I hear kitty. Kitty. Pepper has something to say about this, too. It's like, yes, I'm sad, too. So there's a lot around there. So how do you soothe yourself around grief or loss, Elizabeth? Be with people who love me. Yes. Yes. I'm your sister. I love you. I respect you. I honor you. You're very important to me. And I, you know, wherever you want to go, whatever you want to do, let's do it. You know, I I don't care. So that goes back to with my sister. I want to be in her life, so I make accommodation. I understand she's got some views about the world that I do not share and I do not understand is she wrong? I try not to make her wrong because if I had lived her life, I would feel the way she felt. She lived my life. She'd feel the way I feel. There's no, yeah. there's no wrong here. They believe very strongly in their ideas for their own reason. And so
0: and I, do, and I do firmly agree with that. I do. So you know, I think it's wrong, but
1: <laughs> well, well, here's the deal, you know, like we're really polarized in our country. Right. So if we can't be, if people in recovery can't be the middle ground, who the hell is?
0: Right, 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 right.
1: So we can hold that space for both sides. But the emotional piece of it that I see resonating with you and being so tearful is that there is a loss. There's a grief there. You're really feeling the lack of closeness with your sister who you love.
0: Yeah, and I can tell her
1: that. I think it would be good if you did. And listen, you know, we have girlfriends that, you know, like I can talk and we can just, it's easy and we have similar beliefs and that's why we have friends. You know, we have our family and then we have our friends that we can go hang out with who get us, who understand that, that we have the same sense of humor and, you know, and I'm really blessed with some great friends. I have friends that I might not talk to except every three or six months. But when we get on the phone, it's just like, boom, we're in it. We're just talking. And, you know, there's no sort of like, um, I know, I have in my resonance that they're there with me, even though I might not be actively involved in their life. So if you were here, I would kiss your sweet cheek and I'd give you a sweet hug and say I love you. And sometimes, you know, our friends are poor substitutes for our family. I wish I did have a stronger connection, but that's why we get in relationships. And I think you're so smart that you made that connection that, you know, this is related to partnership. Because like, you know, Harville Hendricks and there's other people who talk about being in relationship is big work because we get to work through these family right. woundings. So I think you're I think you're really on to something there.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I had so I had a date, I had two dates last weekend and um, one was Friday night after our meeting and the other one was um, Saturday during the day. The one Friday night was really good and I'm seeing him again on Monday, the one <laughs> afternoon, it was sort of like I was dating my sister. So um, he sits down. First of all, he couldn't stop staring at my breasts. And I was wearing this top. It's not like revealing or, you know, um, and I wanted to... Uh, Stop staring at me. I wanted to say it. I didn't. And so then he asked me in the first five minutes, so what do you do? And I said, oh, I work at the newspaper. And he said, oh, you mean like one of those little community papers around?
1: (laughs) No, like the one big one, baby. I
0: said, no, there's only one. And he goes, the Houston Chronicle? You work at the Houston Chronicle? Oh, my God. You're not a screaming liberal, are you? Well, as um, a matter of fact, and I said, well, you know what? I am a liberal, but I'm not the one screaming. (laughs) So I stayed. Why? I don't know, but I did. I stayed. And um, at the end, he said, well, um, you know, I should get your phone number and A call and I said, "Mm, You know, I don't really think we can get past the political divide. He goes, What? I don't think there is one. I said, You asked me in the first five minutes if I was a screaming liberal. There's a divide. He goes, Oh, well, maybe I shouldn't have said that. I said, Do you think? And I, and that kind of like you know I think as I'm just going through this thing that it, it's like bubbling up you know
1: absolutely and uh, Elizabeth whether you find your guy or not this has all been useful stuff my gosh <laughs> right
0: it's I like mean, if nothing else is fucking interesting as hell you know yeah and
1: I mean it's definitely showing you oh I need to work on that I need to work on that yeah I still got stuff around right. this. You know, it's like a master class, and you know what I what I still need to work on. Self discovery, self awareness. Mm hmm. Ugh.
0: Yes, totally.
1: Well, good job. I agree, hundred percent. Well, good job. Well,
0: thank you for letting me um, vent that and and process it. I do think, you know, and I've known all along. I've known from the time I left that I do owe her an amends. You know, and I can do that. That I have a program. I know what that is. I know what that looks like, and I I can do
1: that. And there's been enough time that y'all are both settled down that you can yeah. talk about it in a less volatile manner.
0: Oh, I'm writing her letter. I'm not calling her. Oh,
1: <laughs> I. That's fine. I'm
0: writing a letter.
1: Yeah, like my therapist. I'm
0: a letter, putting a stamp on it.
1: Well, my therapist Bud Peterson used to talk about that too. About. You know, when you make an amends, you can make a direct amends. You know, you can write a letter that they get that they're going to read. You can call them on the phone. Like, what is the most, you know, gentle for me, not for them? What's the most gentle for me? Well,
0: because the the ninth step, and that's interesting, we are in September. The ninth step says, um, except when to do so would injure them or others. And you know, my, my sponsor used to always tell me others is you, you are others as well. You know, we don't want to like call up someone that we've been, you know, some woman that we've been having an affair with her husband, tell her, yeah, I've been, you know, because that would injure her. If you owe her an amends, you make the amends, but you know, yeah. So I, and I get it and I do want to take care of me, you know, and, and consider you know, me, sure. You know, make sure that I'm not injured.
1: I love it. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us for sober thank sisters for talk. Listening. Absolutely. And uh, a
0: very intimate
1: <laughs>
0: conversation
1: about sisters. Yes. And I'm so happy to announce that Elizabeth is going to be part of our fall workshop for the Houston SLAA. Can okay.
0: you so if you want to join, you can um, go on to houstonslaa.org and there will be all of the registration information there. I believe it's free, it is, it's free, yeah. So you don't have to pay, but you do have to register in order to get the zoom link. So you'll have to do that
1: part to participate, and I will be there, and MG will be there. I'm going to be the female co chair, and Elizabeth is going to be part of the segment called the Ask It Basket. And it's going to be a 30-minute segment where people send in questions. And they're and and they really good questions. Like one of the questions last year is like, will I ever feel love? And so I was like, yeah, but it might not be how you think it's going to be. You know, yeah, things like that. it might
0: not look like what you think it's going to look like.
1: And then our keynote speaker is Melody O. And if you haven't been in a meeting with her or heard her, Share. She's just really grounded and just really a great, um, just, you know, her recovery program is really good. I don't know. The men haven't figured out, you know, their keynote speakers or who's going to be your male co-chair for the Ask It Basket, but we'll see. And I'll post all this information on our uh, podcast information for this session so you can look at it. Also, I want to recommend this uh, amazing, I've listened to five of her podcasts in the last two days. Uh, her name is Vicki Tidwell Park Palmer, P-A-L-M-E-R, and her podcast is called Beyond Bitchy, Mastering the Art of Boundaries, and it's on Spotify, and uh, I just can't say enough about it. It's amazing. Beyond so,
0: bitchy N-O-N?
1: Be- beyond bitchy. Beyond. Beyond bitchy. And she's from Houston, and she got her, you know, MSW from... Uh, University of Houston and she's just you know very sober and brilliant and um, she just breaks it down for for us all so thank you so much you guys for listening thank
0: you don't forget if you are interested and in, if you have you know if you have a virtual conference or some type of um, you know event coming up MG and I are available we can do ask it basket we can talk you know, about sober sisters and what we've learned doing a podcast about sobriety. Um, you know, there's a variety of things that we are available to speak on and, um, we would do that. And if you want to do that, you can email us at sober sisters, talk at gmail.com and that we do accept donations to keep our, You know, we have a website, we have costs that we have to incur, that we incur for, um, you know, in order to broadcast and to um, the platform that hosts us, and you can send us a Google page, Talk at gmail.com.
1: And stay tuned for everybody. We're going to have our 6 p.m. meeting, our Sober Sisters Talk Zoom meeting. It's a women's only meeting, and uh, you can send us an email as well to get invited to that. Thank you, everybody. Until next time. Thank you. So if you want to get in touch with us, please send us an email at sober sisters talk at gmail.com.
0: Or you can check out our other episodes at talk.com. And we're also on Facebook. We have a Facebook page, and there you, we have them all lined up. You can see them. You can get a little description.
1: You can share it. Don't forget to like and subscribe.